Good morning. This is Good Medicine, the Cheaper Medicine on WHBC. This is the program, of course, from, uh, sponsored by the Gabriel Cancer Center. And Gabriel with me is uh, Shelly Wrench. And as always, Shelly, we always come up with topics and discussions that have relevance into access to care, cost of care, quality of care. And these, things, these three things are well connected. In the book, I did prove that actually higher cost translates into lower quality. So today we thought about maybe discuss something very unique, quality. I'm a physician and, 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 and you're an administrator, so you're more like a member of the public, and I want to ask you this question. How do people know what is the better or best hospital in the area. If your parents are to go to a nursing home, how do you find out or know if this nurse, if nursing home X is better than YZ? If somebody has some serious disease, heart disease, cancer, uh, we do know there is a difference in the quality between different providers. Um, how do people actually know what to choose, assuming they have the right to choose? Dive in, please. Yeah. Good morning, everyone. Um, you know, in this day and age, I think the number one resource for patients to start looking is the Internet, doing Internet searches. But I think that a lot of people are not astute enough to understand when they're searching the Internet, which sites what information has bias behind them. I don't think that people know to scroll to the bottom who is actually hosting that site to find, you know, exactly what kind of bias might be attached to So you're to saying there site. is information in the Internet, but... That's not true. <laughs> but you question the, the, the legitimacy. Let's go one step back. How easy actually is it to measure quality? That's a tough one. Um, and, and there are programs out there now trying to figure out, like, how to measure quality and base it upon outcomes. And I don't think they're, especially in medicine, I mean, think about quality of cars. Vehicles is one. You know that one has better quality over, uh, of, over another because of testing and experience with the car and with, you know, outside of accidents and things like that. But... I don't know how you do that in medicine when not every single person is made exactly the same as cars. You've got one car after the other, an assembly line made exactly the same. People are not like that. So how do you how do you measure um, quality? Impossible. Yeah. Impossible. Which opens the door for for lack of better word fabrication of quality. Can we call that bluntly? When there is no <clears throat> tangible method, and actually there isn't, except, of course, if you look at all the studies, I think we discussed this few few programs ago. Again, based on my book, Good Medicine, Cheaper Medicine, we did discuss the stories of Southern California School District, um, Walmart, and and Home Depot experiment. Right. And and we, we, we did experiment at that time that those people discovered that when they looked into huge numbers of specified procedures with specified easy endpoints, there was clear, <clears throat> clear 
uh, inverse correlation between cost and quality, meaning the higher was the cost, the lower was the, was the quality, and vice versa. <clears throat> that was easy because of volume <clears throat> and because, because of, of unique metrics they used. Right? Right. But you think I'm a good doctor, right? Of course. Because you know me very well. How, how do the public then will be able to know <clears throat> what is... Most doctors are good, no doubt about that. But there's a good and there's better, right? And, 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 and our job is to educate the public on how to be better educated, not only on the better, but on something that fits their style maybe. Right, and, and that's when, you know, one of the resources would be t- talking to prior patients or family members who've experienced coming in to see you. But there again, every situation is different, So, and everybody hears things differently. I mean, everybody knows that old story, you know, tell the story, go around the circle, and by the end, it's completely different. So everybody hears something different or thinks something different. So even though, in your case, you know, being a high-quality lower-cost physician, not everybody might have the same experience or perceive to have the same experience as somebody else. But you do agree that if your loved ones won't need to be seen by a specialist, a cancer specialist, a heart specialist, whatever, do you agree that actually listen, listening to somebody having lunch at McDonald's is more accurate than a billboard? Yes, absolutely. Why do you say so? Because somebody's paying good money for that billboard to be up there. Okay, so what? <laughs> and that's business, right? I and mean, they 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 spend money to put advertisement. But do you have do you have, but, do you have you questions have to, with problems to, with the with the with the, with the content of the advertisement or with the claims? Well, the claims number one. I mean, you know, claiming that everybody is the best of the same. I mean, just in our locality, you know, we've got hospitals that everybody's the best in a specialty, cardiology. How can everyone be the best nationwide? And there's all of them here. So who you know, else is in the nation? You know, you you bring good point because driving around. Canton Maslin area before Affinity was closed which was only recently there were billboards for all the three hospitals every one of them claiming that they are number one I really want to see number two I might like number two more but there is no number two it's almost like the whole class is valedictorians exactly how does that work it doesn't. How did how did how did they get? I mean, they're, they're, I don't think there are big legal issues with the claims, unless they are blatant. There was there is one billboard I have seen uh, in Cleveland um, that says uh, our hospitals have the highest cure rate for cancer. It's really tough, very tough, to prove, even to get a hint of a proof to such a claim. The poor public. What should they do? Ignore the billboards? It's a tough thing. Um, I think that I think people do have to do their due diligence in asking questions behind the billboards. Um, how did you you ask them a question? How did you reach that conclusion? Like, how did Hospital X became number one in heart in in heart service? And of course, everybody else is number one, and, and that's nationwide. That's not only Canton Maslin. Right. Nationwide. Every hospital in the nation is number one. And Isn't that amazing? Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is, this, is, this is fantastic. 
How do they, how do they, and every one of them, by the way, they have justification, right? They have their own justification, How yes. do they do that? I, I think we probably need to know from you. How do they all claim that and with justification? Although not very accurate. Yeah. I would like to see where they get those numbers. I think that you can take any number or set of data and spin it to the way that you want it to look. All right, let me ask you a question. There are uh, uh, many, many agencies whose job is to rank physicians or hospitals, right? Right, just like the, the, the magazine that we had inquired about in Akron. You know, I, the, it was top quality doctor, the top doctors, physicians. And I, when I called there to see, you know, how do you, how do you get um, approved to be one of those? And or nominated. Nominated. What did they say? And they said that number one, you have to be affiliated an employee of a hospital. So only good doctors. And then you have to be recommended by someone who's already in that good boys club. Wow. So that good doctors are only good if they work for a hospital. And they have to also to be recommended by somebody who is working for the hospital so that you are named. You know what's funny? I remember that event. And actually, the surgeon of the year that year was a guy who, cancer surgeon supposedly, a guy who never had done surgery in the preceding 10 years. Right? Yes. So, we remember that. That's okay. I mean, it's a free country, right? Right. And, and part of the freedom sometimes can make some uh, kind of inaccurate claims, which is okay. It's, I don't think we should blame the system or the government for this. We should blame ourselves that we, sometimes we don't do our due diligence in exploring. But back to this, these organizations, because I'm, I'm fascinated by them. So these organizations, they have staff, they have buildings, right? Offices. Right. They have people who access information, blah, 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 all that. And then they actually publish their results in magazines or internet, who pays them? These are not government agencies who say taxpayer. No, it's not taxpayer. Who pays these people? That's a good question. Um, I would guess. I thought you reached a conclusion a while ago. <laughs> I would guess. Uh, Whoever pays the most gets the highest rank. Right, but I'm thinking like the dollars behind the organization itself. Right. Right. The, the people. I think. How else would they would they would they survive? Not only survive, but actually be profitable. I can imagine the hospitals are behind. Not necessarily only the hospitals. Um, yeah, there's a lot of big pockets out there in the medical. That's arena. okay. I mean, honestly, I I don't think we should be critical of that. If there's anybody to be critiqued, it would be anybody who's gullible to fall for that. For that advertisement. I'll give, give you an example. You know, you fly almost every week, right? Right. And you pull that, um, that magazine um, at, the, at, the, at the little pocket where you keep your drink, whatever it is. And when you flip it, this is your Sky magazine. Best plastic surgeons, best doctors in America, right? How is that? How do they come up with the best plastic surgeon? Is it the one who operated on Angelie Julie, the best plastic surgeon? How do you prove that? I mean... Scientifically, it's very difficult to prove. Um, and I'm sure those, those ads are not sponsored by an educational or academic type of course not. money. I, I, don't think the, I don't think that 
any of that money comes from the pure science behind that decision. I get offended that I don't see my name there. Because <laughs> I had to spend a lot of money to put my name, my name into there. And I tell you what, uh, I think that is a good, is a good marketing strategy. And most of them, by the way, are either orthopedic surgeons, hand surgeons, or plastic surgeons. But remember, those are mixed in between the pages right along with the matching the love yes. articles and everything else. Articles, right. So and I don't know. I, it kind of takes a little bit of credibility away from those ads. They also are read by people who are more, uh, on average, more affluent. And the addresses of those doctors, where are they usually? Manhattan, Beverly Hills. Las Vegas. Las Vegas. Nice places uh, where a lot of people have, uh, they can pay cash. But the bottom line is, it does work for them, and if you if you argue that it doesn't work work well for the community because it's mis- misinforming the community, I would I would say no. The individual had to have some responsibility to dig into. So there is a billboard that somewhere in this area, for instance, they say Hospital X has the best cancer program. Nationwide. Nationwide. How did they get that title? Self-imposed? No, they they, they did something else. So there's agencies that credential cancer centers. These are for-profit agencies. Okay? In fact, there are some who are also government agencies that, uh, that, that you credential cancer centers to make sure that everybody reaches specific quality. Uh, I'm involved in that, as you know. Right. How, what are the metrics they use? In, in simple, are you familiar with those things? No. Yes, so they, they have a process, a lengthy process. Nothing to do with the work done, but rather filling forms and make sure that everything is pristine and everything is really nice. When you complete those forms and you submit them to those agencies and you pass, then that agency designates you as one of the best. But they have to pay for that application as well. Of course they do. Of course they do. Don't forget that part. Of course they do. (laughs) Of course they do. You you have to pay for that. And all of a sudden, everybody who... And actually, it, it has absolutely nothing to do with the quality of the service or the outcomes or how patients are treated and definitely nothing to do with the cost. Now that, you might say that's unfair. You might say that's unfair because <clears throat> it is misleading the public and it might be unfair to those competing entities that they don't believe in garbage like this, called garbage, right? Right. And like, if I don't believe in that garbage, to go and pay money to get a nomination for something that I don't deserve, that's in my conscience. But it also, it will hurt those people who actually, who are better than me and who have the, who have the morals to say, you know what, no, I believe in real quality and competition. You know, I fear about the patients who are listening and and. And thinking that this is absolutely true, and they they end up going to these physicians who have been had sponsored money from somewhere to become a quality so-called quality high quality physician. 
So the patients who see that in a magazine, they decide, oh, that's where I want to go, and then they get hurt because they're not necessarily high quality. I just, it, it's, but again, it's hard for me to... Individual, individual responsibility. Yeah. Individual responsibility. I mean, information is very free. Very, I mean, the Internet is very free. Talking to friends very free. Go and sit at McDonald's, talk to other people, say, hey, who treated your mom? Who treated your dad? How was that heart surgeon? Uh, I have my knees to be replaced. Who did yours? How did that work? Rather than... Remember also one thing. When you have a big hospital that employs 200 docs, the amount of money they spend for advertisement per physician is way, way, way less than a small group or a solo physician because the price of the ad is the same. Right. Right? That's where there is... I don't want to mention the word unfairness because I don't believe in that fairness business. I believe in competition and individual responsibility. Human beings have to be responsible and have to to look after themselves. Those of us who fall for the the garbage of false advertisement, honestly, I don't think I can blame the system for that. But proactively. Maybe we have we feel that we have the duty to educate the public about that, right? And I think that that's why we we decided to have good medicine as cheaper medicine as as a program because we want to be able to inform listeners about all the different um, areas in healthcare that they might be twisted and turned and not making the appropriate decision based on facts that are not actually true facts. You know, another resource for finding um, physicians, not necessarily if they're high quality or not, is through the, the patient's insurance companies. And it's, it's interesting because, um, you know, when they call the health care insurance, patients. when patients call the health insurance, they're saying, okay, who's on my plan? So who is it on the other end? How do they have that? I would, I would really be interested in, in seeing an algorithm as to how they promote one over, over another physician. Now, you and I have different opinions on whether health care is out there, health insurance plans are out there to save money or not. And we've talked about that in a prior episode. I feel that they're out there to spend more money because they keep a percentage of their payout. Right, you, you right. Think the we have talked in the past to some insurance companies uh, basically, challenge them with the idea of uh, and you remember that the idea of why don't we uh, why don't we profile physicians? Of course, the word profile in this in this world is my gosh, yes, you cannot say profile because that's discrimination. Fact is, not all doctors are the same, not all nurses are the same, not all hospitals are the same, and to promote competition, which drives excellence, we need to tell the difference between institutions. So we, we chatted with these insurance companies. We challenged them. Hey, why don't you not even... I'm sure they have metrics. They have, they have huge volumes. Come up with some simple metrics like the one Walmart and, and Home Depot came up, came up with, or the Southern California uh, uh, school, uh, school District or Education District, whatever it is. Come with a similar system and identify physicians according to cost. Actually, to me, cost is probably the biggest driver. If a doctor is more expensive than his peers, 
Watch out. They said, no, 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 we cannot do that. We cannot do that. We, we, we cannot. In fact, I even talked to a guy locally about 10 years ago about having physicians being classified into class A, class B, class C. And even try to encourage insurance companies to pay different scales. Currently, if you have an MD behind your name, you get the same amount of payment for the same service. Even if you graduated at the bottom of the class? Top or bottom of the class. Still get the exactly same Exactly the same. The only difference can be is in, in the specialty you have. If you have a specialty where you do procedures and so on, but even then within that specialty, everybody gets paid the same in the area. Right? Right. But there is also geographic variation, but that's a different topic about, maybe we'll discuss that in the future, about the different uh, or the variations in the payment to physicians depending on their geographic location and according to the standard of living and how much schools cost and how much houses cost right, right, right. and all that stuff. Very interesting. Anything else you have to say about uh, or advice people on how to believe or not believe the 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 Claims, advertisements, billboards, you don't have. Let me, let me tell you something. Um, what bothers me the most is the attitude of the hospitals nationwide. And you know I sit on zillion boards of trustees for many organizations nationwide. And I hear this theme every single day. You hear it too. Hospitals use every single means to fight independent physicians. Right? Right. They own physicians. And of course, because hospitals get paid more for the same service, more than physicians get paid, they have more, they have deeper pockets that they entice physicians to quit their practices by paying them a lot. And when they do that, when they do that, they use that money and that power to, all of a sudden, I tell you what, if Hospital X hates me with passion, they don't think that I'm good enough, if tomorrow I sign a contract to be employed, next day there will be billboard, the best doctor in town. Just like that. Oh, right. Yes. Do you remember the story of breast cancer? When many years ago, the hospitals in this area, in Canton area, they both decided, oh, breast cancer should better be treated by only women. I had no idea why they came with that idea. That only women can treat breast cancer, so maybe only men can treat prostate cancer. And only blind people can be eye doctors. And what, what, what on earth was that? Anyway, they did that. And they, of course, because they employ most of the surgeons, they told the surgeons, from now on, you, of course, legally they cannot do that, but indirectly they tell them, you now you refer all your breast cancer cases to, to, to this lady. She decided to quit. Up, get another one. They chose another one, another woman. Now she is the specialist. Basically ordaining bishops of medicine because they can and the poor public missed opportunity for maybe better qualified physicians to take their disease. Because guess what? You go to your doctor, who your surgeon, he operates on you, and he decides to send you somewhere. What do you do? You listen. Sadly enough. They do. Most of, but a lot of people are, are becoming more astute, right? Yes, they are becoming more astute. Because people are realizing that, that our... Our healthcare system is not as honest as it should be. I think the internet has really helped people to second guess the choices that are being made for them. But at least it, give, it gives them some kind of access to get more information. It's just unfortunate that there's people out there that want to 
um, advertise themselves. They put dollars into those websites and really make them look like they are um, not that they look like they're credible, but they're not credible sites at all. So I don't know. I, I don't know what the answer is. I think that talking to friends and family members, just asking around the community, ask at your church, ask your, your family members, ask people uh, in the area, like who, who are the best doctors for this specialty? Who, what was your experience at this hospital? What's your experience at this nursing home? Because there's a wide variety of range of health care, whether it's high quality or high cost, just in the local region. I mean, it's everywhere. So if I'm a male patient and my doctor is a good-looking young, uh, young female doctor, I say, oh, yeah, I liked her. How, how, the point is, how do you, as a patient or a family member of a patient, believe the stories of others? I mean, what things would you look for from them to say about the facility or the physician they have seen? I really think that the, the major thing is is how quickly you're taken into that that facility. Like access, access is number one. Access speaks volumes. If it takes seven weeks to get into a specialist, seven weeks. How about even seven days to me is not acceptable. Exactly, seven hours is our limit. Seven hours is our limit. Yes. Well, so <laughs> okay. it just um, it, that's that's one parameter. That access is is the first thing. Um, second thing is how accessible. Accessible is the MD, the physician, the actual specialist, to the patient. Not a nurse practitioner, not medical assist, but an actual visit with the doctor. I understand that the doctors sometimes have to be out of the office, and, and they might have a nurse practitioner see them. But we've seen patients who are only treated by nurse practitioners, and a doctor is never in the room. Shelly, by the way, uh, we are involved in the program called OCM, and you're managing all that program, OCM, which is the oncology care model, where actually Medicare is trying to um, to find methods of minimizing emergency room visit hospitalization. You just mentioned one of the two fundamental metrics they're looking for. Number yep. one, how soon, right? Yep, how soon are you seen access for... As a new patient. Yes. And second is how soon you're seen when you're an established patient, and how accessible the doctor is to you or you are accessible? Well, I think we just answered our question from the beginning of the program. That, that's it. I mean, the, that, it's, it's those two things. Yeah, but Medicare, the CMS, with the OCM experiment, they want to incentivize people to do that because, in their opinion, is that the idea? Right. Um, and, and, yeah, you're right. But I think that those are the two main stakeholders of the oncology care model, and I think that that's what drives high quality and low cost. Those are the main drivers. Shelley, this was a great discussion, really. Uh, it's almost half an hour, and time is up, about one of the most, to me, is one of the most critical things or critical challenges that we face in, in, in medicine in the United States. Um, the fact that we, have all, we spend all the money in the world, we spend more money than any other nation per capita on healthcare. We have more instruments, we have more discoveries, we have more drugs, we are pioneers in everything, and yet... Uh, the patients are still not able to exactly pinpoint. They have the ability, they have the access, they have the, the uh, what do you call it, the, 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 the means of inquiry, as you suggested, but we need to work more. We need more programs. Okay. All right. We are listening to Good Message Cheaper Medicine, sponsored by Gabriel Cancer Center and also the Liberty Pharmacy. Located on Higby Avenue. Thank you.